Այսօրվա մեր նյութը շարունակվում է անցյալ նյութերիցը, որ ես ծերետ անցյալում խոսացել եմ։ Today's message is going to be continued from the themes that I used to preach for you. Մենք ութ անգամ խոսացել ենք, որ մենք սուրբոքու էինք ինչպես պետք է վարվենք։ Eight times we have spoken about how we have to behave towards the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure that if you wanted to revisit, you can go through the internet and listen to it again. I just want to remind you of the titles of, of our talk. The Word of God says that this is how we have to behave towards the Holy Spirit. First, we have to have a close fellowship with the, with the Holy Spirit. Second, we have to respect the Holy Spirit and take his advice. Every one of them we had spoken about and preached about. The third one, we have to obey the Holy Spirit. Four, we have to think in the spirit. Five, we have to behave in the Holy Spirit. And sixth, we have to speak in, in Holy Spirit through the tongues. And seventh one, we have to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. And eighth was to pray through the Holy Spirit. And today, I'm going to speak about the ninth. And of course, I'm going to continue with others. Ephesians 4, verse 3. And this talks about how through the Holy Spirit we have to behave towards each other. It says, through the peace, um, try to keep the unity of the Holy Spirit with one another through the spirit of peace. Try to keep the unity. So the ninth thing that we are going to talk about is how we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in order to be united together and behave united towards each other. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of unity. The spirit is just one person. When he works within us, he brings us together. If we are filled with Holy Spirit, but we have struggled to be united with one another, we are not filled with Holy Spirit. In one of the Armenian meetings, one day, the pastor said, do you know why there is no uh, revival in our midst. There were, two, there were two brothers. One was sitting this corner, one the other side, and they were they didn't have they didn't um, agree with one another. And everybody said something about uh, why there was no revival. But this one of these uh, brothers felt a little bit uh, uh, convicted. 
քանի որ ես են եղբայր օվանեսի էդ որ անկյունն է սրտանց չեմ սիրում իրան եւ իր այդ միապան չեմ մեր մեջ արտունություն And he said for us as long as I stay away from that brother who is sitting on that corner and I don't like him he, there is not going to be a revival in our church Եվ ճիշտ էր And he was right Եվ Հիսուսն էլ նույնն ասաց And Jesus said the same thing Ասաց եթե դու գնում եք որ աղոտ կանեք He said, when you're going to pray and when you're going to bring gifts to the Lord, if you remember that you have sinned against, against the brother, or your fellowship with him is interrupted, or you're not good with him, put your gift down, go first reconcile. First reconcile with the brother then come back and pray and give me yep. your offering and this is when your prayer and your offerings will be accepted by me and the same thing with the man and a wife's uh, relationship peter said that when a man and a husband a wife do not have a good relationship together that prayer will not be heard So it's very important that our relationship is correct in, in God's presence. Sometimes people, some people say that I'm, I have a very good relationship with the Lord, but I, don't, I have issues with other people. I ask someone, why don't you come to church? And he said that I actually don't like the people in the church. I love the Lord and I'm happy to die for him. And I have a fantastic close relationship with this Lord. But in the church, I see a lot of hypocrites. I see people who um, are, are just pretending they're not nice people. Therefore, I'm staying away. You know, when the people say things like that, of course, they themselves are not spiritual people. They think they are spiritual. Because sometimes when you know... You, yourself, you know, you know that your situation is really bad. In, if in the church there are weak people, it doesn't necessarily mean that that church doesn't count. Just because part of my body is weak, I take care of it even better when it's weak. And I sort of take care of it better. Unless it gets so bad that they say I have to cut it out and throw it out. That is a different issue altogether. And even the word of God has spoken about that. But we cannot come close to the Lord if we are far from one another. The Lord is our groom. And the bride is the church. Have you ever been to a, ch- uh, to a wedding where there is only a groom? And when I, we ask, where is the bride? The people say, well, actually, there is no bride in this wedding. Of course, that is not a wedding. 
It is not a Christian wedding. And of course, you cannot separate the bride and the groom from one another. He says that the church is the pasture and our Lord is the pastor. We are the sheep. And no flock of sheep can be without a pastor. And a pastor cannot be without his flock either. The church is the body and Christ is the Head. Have you ever seen someone uh, headless going through the streets and be alive? It's not possible. Have you seen a head walking around the, the streets without the body? I hope you don't even dream <laughs> nightmares like that. Of course, that is not a live body. The body and the head come together and they're stuck together. And the church and the Jesus are the same. So it is very important that if you have connection with the head, you have to have connection with the body. And today I have noticed a lot of people think they can have a very good relationship with the Lord and they don't have to have the same good relationship with people. The word of God clearly says, if you are not able to love the brother and the sister who you actually see, how can you love a God that you do not see? He says, our fellowship with one another and the quality of that shows the nature of our relationship with the Lord. The disciples, before they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they had lots of issues with one another. For example, they were discussing about who is going to replace Jesus when he goes away. In one occasion, two of the disciples came to see Jesus and then brought their mom to, with them so that the mom can sort of support their request. And what did they request? The mom came and said, I want my sons, one of them to sit on your left side and one of them on your right side, because they were looking for positions. And Jesus answered them. And he said, this is not my position to give. This is something that eternity will decide. But the important thing is that the other ten disciples who heard these two disciples, they were really upset about it. They said, we are not onions, you know, onion skins here. And if you are going to sit on the right and left side, where are we going to sit? 
Sayı tutuyor aşağı gerdin. And these are the disciples of Jesus and their attitude. Before they were filled with Holy Spirit, this is their attitude. This was that way they were thinking. And of course, this this attitude is in a lot of servants of the Lord. Now, I work with a lot of ministers and a lot of pastors. One thing that I do notice in them is is um, jealousy they actually cannot see another minister be successful in a point in, in, in their ministry they don't get really happy when they see someone else uh, successful and I have encountered this in my trips a lot Եվ աշակերտների մատ հարցերիցը որ իշտությանում էին ասա որ մենք քանի անգամ պիտի մեր եղբորներ են And this is one of the questions for example the disciples at Jesus is how many times am I um, supposed to forgive a brother or a sister Is it seven times okay And Jesus said 77 70 times 7 isn't enough either Որովհետև նրանք because to forgive was a problem for them. Can you imagine how many times our God has forgiven you? So how can you not forgive others? But this was their difficulties that this uh, these disciples were having before they were filled with Holy Spirit. But to compare their attitude after the day of Pentecost when they were filled with Holy Spirit, one thing that we read over and over again is that they all had one mind and one heart. The Holy Spirit had united them in an amazing way. And he had brought unity to this church. Wherever the Holy Spirit works, there will be unity. And this is what the, the verse that I read. It says that the, the unity of the Spirit, try and keep that within the yourselves. So what about us? What is our, power, our power, part in this? Yes, I, I want to give you homework because I want you to be interested in this word. And your homework is to get uh, to, to find out how many times this word has been repeated in the New Testament. How you're going to behave towards one another. That is the sentence. Together. Find out yes. how many times. And I will tell you a few of them very briefly. But I'm not going to tell you all of them. What you can go and find out is that what the Bible says about the way that we have to behave with one another in order to keep the unity of the church. For example, the first thing. Roman 18, 15, 17. Accept one another the same way that Jesus accepted you. 
We are all different people, but we can be united. And if two people are very much alike, they cannot complete one another. For example, let's bring an example of a husband and wife if in every situation and point they are alike they, they, are, they behave the same they cannot help one another for example if both of them were really uh, mean financially is that a good thing? And they will be growing together in this uh, like stinginess. Or, or both of them are quite generous. Is that good? I think the first week of the month they'll finish all their money and for the rest uh, three, three more weeks they have to sit down and starve. So for example, if two of them are really angry people, hot-tempered, and they're alike, I am an angry person and I would desire to live with someone who is angry. I'm looking for someone like me. How? What is going to happen to those people? That house is not going to be a proper house. It would be like Hollywood. And it's like things are thrown away, all the thrown up all the time, and people have to sort of. Uh, and, or imagine if both of them are very emotional people. They have to sort of be. Um, so not talk to one another because they're angry with one another. Or two of them are really talkative people. Watch make a chill as I'm making. And none of, none of, none of them will have, will hear the so next one. They can both talk. And the neighbors have to listen. Because they both don't have hearing. hearing. Or both of them are really quiet people. Is that a good thing? 
that house would look like a grave. There will be no noise in that house. It won't be a pleasant place to live. That is, is that good? Or both of them very serious people. And you will feel as if the house is full of uh, Hitler's uh, army. And it will be a very harsh place and there will be no tenderness in that house. Or, or both of them are really funny people and making fun all the time. Is that correct? Is that the right thing? And you won't be able to find anything serious because everything is a joke. So don't look for someone exactly like yourself. My first wife was Armenian. And my second wife was from Muslim background, but of course a Christian. Her first husband was a Jewish Christian. So our daughter, Ava, uh, is sort of part Jewish, part Iranian, both My, for example, my uh, son-in-law is English. My, for example, my new daughter-in-law is going to get married soon. She's from Shiraz, Iran. I don't know who else is going to add to my family, maybe an Indian, an Afghani, I don't know. But we are living together, we have accepted one another, and we are living a very pleasant life. But we don't have to be alike. My wife and I have a lot of differences. But I love her with everything that she is and whoever she is, and she loves me the same. And it has to be a two-way thing, this. If I look, if I tried and look for someone who was just like uh, Edward, who says that Edward was a you know, example of uh, good things. We have to be the same in fa- foundational, in important issues. But you can't uh, look. It's not necessary for you to look for someone exactly like you. When you start thinking that way, we can be united. This is why that our church is accepted by every different uh, domination that we know. Do you think that the only Pentecostal churches invite me? Brethren, churches, and the reason that we are accepted by everyone is because we have accepted everyone's ways and everyone's uh, traditions. That second one is in Roman 12:10. It says, "Respect one another." 
And he says that you have to have a respect for someone else more than you have for yourself. He says that lift each other up. Respect is a two-way thing. And I have to accept other people's mentalities, what they are thinking. Even if I don't agree with their point of view, I have to have respect for them. And then accept and take the good things that I agree. And the word of God says, encourage one another. And who amongst us can say that I don't need any encouragement? Because the word, the word of God says that uh, the Holy Spirit is an encourager. He's a comforter. He's come to give us strength. The Holy Spirit has not come to judge us. That's why the word uh, Jesus was emphasizing on the fact that the comforter will come. Someone when he dwells in us that he uh, prays for our weaknesses and he comforts us. The word of God says we have to serve one another. And it says every single person has to feel responsibility for the next one and serve that, that person. Is it possible for us to actually serve one another but then not improve our relationship with them? If someone is actually trying to avoid you, you have to start thinking about how can I serve that person so that I can draw him to myself. If I just drop something heavy on my toes, what is this hand going to do? The hand isn't going to start clapping and getting happy because because the hand is going to say, oh, good, good job, it wasn't me and it was my leg. No, he says that I'm feeling amazing. You are the one who's got hurt, but I'm feeling fine. This is never happens in a body. Without even thinking, my hand is going to go towards my toes to comfort and he's going to massage it and he's going to comfort it and put oil on it and he's going to you know, wrap it with something so that it heals quicker it's not, not only my hands are going to do that my eyes are going to weep for my leg my mouth is going to join and say ow for, for the hurt and the whole of the body will be united because one of the part of the body is hurting. And the body, the church, is the body of Christ. How can I stay in difference when someone else is hurting? St. Francis Assisin. Francis Assisi. That Francis Assisi. 
very dedicated spiritual uh, priest in a Catholic church. Uh, a poor person asked for some money from him. He looked into his pockets and found that there was no, no money. And then there was this, uh, another spiritual uh, brother standing by there. And he put his uh, hand into the brother's pocket and put, put, took some money and gave it to this poor man. And this brother didn't say anything. Because it was felt that those two were very much in synchronized to each other's needs. And One day I visited the church and they were really filled with the Holy Spirit. They actually said that those of you, when they were bringing their offerings, this is those of you who have put it in the bag but those of you who don't try and take some out of it and some of them did actually take some money out but the, the um, pastor was saying that this um, this bag is always full and it's always a blessing because we feel responsible for other people's needs we praise God that we, our church is in a position that we, we can do that sometimes. Whatever that you dedicate to the church, we give one-tenth of it to other churches. And your the tithes that you give to the church, we give the tithes of that to someone else. And, and that's why in this small church, we are able to, um, you know, help uh, the church in Armenia, church in Afghanistan and Iran. And of course other places. We have to feel that we are one body in Christ. And the word of God says we have to bear one another, have patience with one another. He says that bear one another's burden. And this is how you show the love of God. If we were all complete people and we were supposed to be all alike, then we didn't need to actually, uh, be, uh, you know, have patience with one another. We have to, with love, we have to put up with one another, basically. If my brother or sister has a weakness that I don't like, so what? I have something that he doesn't like. And it, we won't get anywhere by just judging one another for that weak point. Yes, I'm going to be patient with his weakness and he can do the same with me. And I'm sure then we can share one another's good points. How much the Lord has patience with us. If God didn't have this patience with us, we would have all ended up in hell. David says in one of the Psalms that blessed is the Lord who bears our weaknesses every day, our burdens. 
ایرار هما راغوتنگ The word of God says we have to pray for one another Եվ իրար հետ է լաղոթին։ And together we have to pray as well. Մեկ օթի է կավասավ եղբար էդվարդ, ես ինչ անեմ, որ այս ինչ ինչ եմ պարողանում սիրեմ։ Someone came and told me that uh, brother Edward, what can I do? I've tried, but I don't like this person. Ասամ, մա թե շտանապարեմ ասում դետ։ He said, I'm, I'm going to uh, suggest something very simple for you to do. Six months later, she came back and said, I really love this person. I've actually fallen in love with that person. <laughs> now you can reduce your prayer. <laughs> and start praying for someone else who you don't like. In the presence of the Lord, we can receive that love. So let's pray for one another. There I think she's there Let's pray and ask God, Lord, give me the love for that per brother or sister. Show me the way. The word of God says we have to be sweet with one another. And it's very important that we are pleasant to one another. <laughs> there, there, today, there are some people who with one kilo of honey, still difficult to digest them. Because they're bitter. There is no sweetness in them. They're very angry people. And there's always uh, biting. And they're harsh. And it's really unpleasant when that happens. Is, it, this is, is this how God behaves towards us? We have to try and be pleasant with one another. With one another. He says the word of God that you have to build one another up. It's very important that when we get together, that instead of talking about this and that, we talk about stuff that build each other up. Sometimes we talk, when we get together, we talk about all sorts. We talk about the politics, the internet, the TV programs, football. But we, we, ne- we hardly ever talk about, you know, the word of God that God has given us, you know, saying that, oh, I read this in the word of God and really blessed me. The Holy Spirit is a Holy a Spirit of, uh, you know, that builds us up. The word of God says that if you are given a prophecy, it is for building the church up. It is for comforting the church. And it's for encouraging. So we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit so that we can build one another up. We need one another. 
If you cut my finger out, and if you go and plant it in that little garden, it's not going to live. It's not going to function. For as long as it's stuck to the body, and it's connected to the body, and this is how we Uh, we are part of the body and we build one, one another. Look at these fingers. You, I'm sure you've got the same ones. There is three differences in this. The first thing is that the different sizes. And they even look different. And actually they function in a different way. But they're together. And they're building one another up and giving each other strength. And we have been called to do the same with one another and build each other up. And the last point is the Holy Spirit says that be humble towards one another. He says the people avoid those who are proud. We have to have humble, a very strong spirit of um, uh, humbleness. When we come to that point and we have a humble spirit, we accept one another better. You want to know hum, how humble you are? I have a, a, a very good questionnaire that has got about 30 questions in it. One day I'm going to give you all these questions. I think if I give you sometimes you may get upset with me. But I will give you one of the questions that is in there. If someone gives you an advice and he said that what you did here was not right and you get really hurt That shows that you don't have a humble spirit. Very easy. Easy test. <coughs> If someone tells me that, Brother Edward, you've put on a lot of weight and it's not good for you, I get upset. That shows that I'm not a humble person. I always say that you're right. And thank you for caring. And I know, I understand that that is not the right thing. Just pray for me so that I have the strength to lose a little bit of weight. And other things. Some people are very sensitive. They don't like anybody to tell them anything. They get very... Emotional <laughs> <laughs> he said, Brother Edward, just step on her, her uh, tail and you'll see what sort of a person she is. And then after, actually after a few minutes, I did see her having a real go at another person, this lady. And then I saw this difference in her face. 
Our pastors that talk about the pastors the same way. They said, if you want to talk about heaven, he said, you have to have a face that represents heaven. Because when the congregation sees your face, they should be reminded of heaven. <laughs> but if you want to talk about uh, um, hell, then the face you have is okay. <laughs> From our faces, people have to see Jesus and they have to smell of heaven from us. Do you think if we continue behaving this way with one another, we will not come closer to one another? And wouldn't we be cooperating with Holy Spirit. So please don't forget that verse that I've given you. Try, he says. Try, so that keep the unity of the Holy Spirit in the peace of the Lord. When I was in Korea, I heard this little testimony from someone. I want to finish it with this testimony. They, they told me that there was a brother called Choi here. He says he showed a lot of love to another man. He took him to his house and he was a drug addict and he was an alcoholic and he kept him and took care of him and showed him a lot of love and this guy had really changed his, uh, his life and then this guy was praying in the church all the time and he said that Lord please uh, help me to be like brother Cho and the pastor came to him and said, don't pray that way, that's not right. Because you have been called to be like Jesus, not like Brother Choi. And he said, so I've made a mistake, my prayer wasn't correct. He says, I'm going to um, correct it now. And then this is how he prayed. Lord, let me be like Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ is like Brother Choi. If Jesus is like Brother Choi, I want to be like you, him, like you. Martik Jesus in our people, people have not seen Jesus, but they have seen us. And if we become like Jesus, then people would love to follow him. Let's pray. Let's think about our relationships. Let's see uh, how we think about our relationships and whether there are any difficulties and the way that we behaved towards one another when we had behaved badly towards other people. Let's bring our relationships to the Lord and ask him for mercy. 
and pray and ask him, O oh Lord, I want I want my relationships with others to change. And I wanted to have the correct relationship with other people. Yeah. So that you, I can bring glory to you. You said that this is how everybody is going to know that you are my disciples. If you love one another. Heavenly Father, I pray that if you have any difficulty with anyone here or present or absent, that you will have mercy on that. When at night we put our head on the pillow, we want to feel that there is no trace of bitterness in our hearts towards anyone. Our Heavenly Father, every bitterness, every wrong thing that is against your will, we bring it under the blood of Jesus Christ and we want you to cleanse us and help us to love one another just like you ordered that we can behave um, correctly with one another as we read in the Bible I am sure that you hear our, our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand up. And let's praise God for the Holy Spirit. Because through the Holy Spirit we have the ability to behave Christ-like with one another because the Lord has given us this strength so let's worship him for the Holy Spirit Amen Parkavitian, I sur poku hamar. Parkes, Parkavitian, I sur poku hamar. Parkavitian, Parkavitian, amen. Hallelujah, Hallelujah.